Life, Marriage, and a Baby Carriage is a podcast hosted by Meg and Phil Kearns, discussing all of life's ups and downs as they pertain to relationships, parenting, and life in general. Welcome to Life, Marriage, and a Baby Carriage. I am Meg. I'm Phil. And we are... Married. This week. Still. <laughs> Still married. I have a bone to pick with you. What is that? Our son is using sentence modifiers. Do you know what sentence mm. modifiers are, dear? What are sentence modifiers, honey? Those are words that enhance. I guess I could call them sentence enhancers. Words that enhance a sentence but really serve no real purpose as part of the language. Okay. I was driving our son home from school, from preschool. You know, because he's four years old. I was driving him home from preschool on the busiest day for the preschool, which is when apparently everyone and their mom has class. Probably quite literally. <laughs> yes, they probably all go to class and yoga and Zumba and everything else they have there. As such, we were leaving. There was a very long line of cars at the stop sign to get onto the main road. You know, traffic, midday, lunch, all of those fun things. And from the back seat, the very back seat, the far backseat i hear the tiniest little voice pipe up and it says these cars are everywhere (laughs) the thing is no just let's wait let that sink in our blonde pale sweet as a button that kid is sweet when he wants to be and (laughs) not when he was but he can be sweet but at the same time his little voice utters those words and I respond with, oh, no, we don't use those words. And he says, what? And I say, those are words that we we don't say that word. That's not a nice word. And that's a word that only mommies and daddies use when they're angry. And he goes, oh, okay. And we moved on. Well, at least he didn't throw me completely under the bus last time. Like last time. <laughs> But he did. (laughs) Did he? You didn't tell me this part. No, he did. I asked him where he heard that word before. Of course it was daddy. It's always daddy. It is daddy. But it's not just daddy. May I remind you about the stool at your parents' house? There were no children when I kicked that stool with my pinky toe. You have dropped F-bombs in front of those kids in this house. I've heard them. Maybe you've seen me mouth them, but I'm very careful. I cannot confirm of or deny of course that that you will not accept any responsibility to this i will take most of the responsibility because i am sure that i have uttered those words behind the wheel all right fine i probably had to do so we just wanted to say that no we are not perfect parents and we have never uh, pretended to be but there are f- cars everywhere <laughs> oh, and so here's the other thing about him and he I've used it been- correctly that's of my course. thing. He used it He's correctly. He's used cuss words correctly since like two and a half. But he, he hasn't used that one. That one bothers me. That's true. Me. The other one said it before too. When? I'm sure it came out of my mouth and it was on repeat. <gasps> was I not in the car? It wasn't in the car. It was in the house. Where was I? Probably with the baby. I don't know. Our children are heathens. Face in the phone, maybe. I don't know. When your face is in the phone, you don't hear much. Why are you giving me that look? It happens. Nobody's saying that you can't have your face in your phone. I'm sure when my face is in my phone that we're don't that I'm not hearing much. That's why my face is in the phone. It's an escape. 
it's okay. I don't understand why you're getting mad. Because I'm annoyed. It's a very big point of contention. The point of contention. The fact that you're on your phone instead of being with your children while they're awake. I have a problem with that. And since we're cussing in this one, I'm going to say that this is horse Because I love my kids. And I love you. What's the difference between being in your phone when I'm just in front of you than with my kids? Because before we had kids, we were pretty much constantly in our phones when we were sitting on the couch next to each other. Not if we were having a conversation. Sometimes we were having a conversation while we were on our phones. Just like you watch TV together and have a conversation. The TV has just shifted to your phone or your iPad because our TV is mainly just an ornament on a wall when our kids aren't watching it. You take your logic elsewhere. Get it out of here. I have no problem with somebody on their phone. If you're in a public place on your phone and your kids aren't doing something safe or there's a chance that they can get abducted easily, then yes, you should not be on your phone. If you're in the confines of your house, and the only way that's going to be an issue is if you're not paying attention to what they're actually getting into. But when I'm on my phone, they're sitting right in front of me. When they're running around crazy, I'm usually off the phone. Or I get mad that I have to get off the phone. <laughs> or the iPad. Or whatever. But I'm paying attention. So people that don't have kids that want to make this a point of contention can kiss my butt cheek other parents that think that i'm a bad parent you can kiss it as well and now we have zero listeners rant over anyways that went in a different direction (laughs) anyway anyways i'm sure that i have used those words but i have like i said i think you texted it to me and i said in response that i'm not going to deny that it wasn't me that said these things in the car but i have been trying to be better in the car because even when we're in like a drive-through line and parents that think that we're heathens for going through a drive-through line with our kids got something for you to kiss here too <laughs> even when we're in a drive-through line and there's a million cars in front of us he'll be like daddy are these cars being idiots which is his way of saying idiots that's that's definitely from me and i'll have to explain that no they're not being idiots they're waiting for their food just like we are he doesn't understand it but i'm trying really hard not to call people idiots i'm trying really hard not to cuss in the car which is hard with where we live because people don't drive very people long. drive terrible around here they probably drive terribly everywhere don't because they? their faces are in their phones don't put your face in your phone in an unsafe situation do it from the comfort of your couch while your kids are awake or asleep that's your bone to pick with me yes our four-year-old is saying bad words and he's gonna go to preschool he's gonna say those bad words and he's gonna get kicked out and then i'm gonna have to deal with him he's not gonna get kicked out of preschool he might get sent to the principal's office or what do they call the head preschool pe- person i don't know the headmaster i think that the teacher would probably handle it in a similar situation or even try to ignore it because they don't want to draw attention to it and then talk to us about it one would hope i am kind of proud that he used it correctly of course you are but i don't really want him to be using it no which that would i not am be trying fun. to curb my way of talking i just don't know what we're gonna do because i said hey don't say that but when the kid gets mad when he gets mad things come out of his mouth like the first wednesday of preschool when i picked him up and he was trying to ask me very very (laughs) specifically he said mom what's the name of that girl that you like and i went what girl that i like that girl that you like to listen to on the radio and i said i don't know megan trainer and he went no and i went 
um, I don't know who you're talking about. Can you be more specific? And he goes, that girl that you like that sings that song. Because I know what he's talking about. To which he then got mad. And then he gets super frustrated. And he goes, you... You're so stupid, you don't know what I'm talking about. And I have to say, I have never pulled a car over to the side of the road in my entire <laughs> life until that day. I whipped that sucker safely over to the side of the road, put it in park, flipped my head around, and first thing I said was, you had better be glad I cannot reach you. The <laughs> second thing I said is, don't you ever say that word and call that word to mommy or daddy again. It all I happened. just wish I would have seen the look on the two-year-old's face because... <laughs> We have a three-row vehicle, and second row is bucket seats, so the bucket seats. The oldest is sitting in the back, way back, so he is way out of reach. He's super out of reach, but I have to say that she is a very happy-go-lucky little child and was, I believe, kicking her legs over the side of the seat, so when I flipped my head around and almost hit her with my dagger eyes, there was one leg just sticking up over the side of the seat. <laughs> it was just frozen. <laughs> And she was just staring at me. And so I went through my whole spiel with him, told him he doesn't ever say that, et cetera, et cetera. Don't you ever say that to mommy. I don't want to hear that again, et cetera, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. I have to say, I responded much more viciously with that than I did when he dropped the F-bomb. And I think it's because he said the you're so stupid part in anger. Side note, who he was trying to get me to tell him the name of was Cardi B. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, He, I can't stand her. Texas oh. from my ex. God. Anyway, that's what happened there. So that's been two episodes in one calendar week where we've had to talk to him about the way that he speaks well, to people. that's just him. I know. She's, it is hard not to just grab her by the cheeks <laughs> every day. Her favorite she's, word now is no. She's or got an she's attitude. sassy. Stop it. Stop it comes out of her a lot. Yeah, but top it. Or she and tells you that you're bad. Her, <laughs> you're just giving her a simple direction. Not even a really a simple direction. She just doesn't want to get her diaper changed. I'm sorry, kid. You pooped in it. It needs to be changed. I don't want to smell poop. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to have a diaper rash. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to get E. coli. Ew. Like, okay. Valid reasons for me to change your diaper. I mean, yeah. And she just is like, to me, that's more annoying than him using grammatically correct cuss words. <laughs> I think that both instances are probably things that we need to address. And yes. we do address them. But I just think it's interesting that they're both going through something that's similar, but on different levels. She's doing the two-year-old being defiant. I get to choose my own way. And he is using his vocabulary to its fullest extent, which is not always appropriate. He's also being defiant. Well, in other yeah. ways, but yeah. not in not in this not in this case. situation. This situation is different. Uh, the only thing this is what I tell people right now. They oh, wait, ask who, what people, and who are you giving advice they, to? No, I'm not. We are not I am not giving advice. You know, people. <laughs> I'm sure that I look tired. We have a four week old at this point. We do. We have a four-week-old kid who sleeps in our room so he can be fed at night when he needs to be. I have to say I've been getting more sleep this week. As soon as you get into, like, that good rim cycle, he, <laughs> he wakes up. Even if, like, I don't wake up to change his diaper if you take care of that, mm-hmm. which I'm trying to mostly change them. But when which I don't I wake up, you do it without complaint, which has been great. I still wake up and realize that you're feeding him. 
<laughs> and then I like again. at that point, like there's nothing that I can do, so I roll over and go back to sleep. Right. So it's not very restful sleep. You're just getting, you're just getting survival sleep at this point. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that I look tired at work. And the favorite question, because everybody knows that we just had a baby, is how's the baby? How are the other kids? And this is what I tell everybody. The baby's good. They ask how the other kids are. And I say, they hate each other, but they are obsessed with the baby. That's the only thing that they can agree on right now. And they don't hate each other. They just are in each other's spaces at the moment. They just love, they like to bother each other. True. They like to piss each other off. True. Like her favorite thing to do is to watch when he puts a toy down and shifts his attention to the next toy, which means he's done playing with it mostly. And she goes and she makes it known that she's taken it. She snatches and runs. And runs, which gets a reaction every time. And then he loses his mind. And because he loses his mind, he gets in trouble because he can't pull it together in order for us to get back whatever it is. And that's why she keeps doing it, because he loses his mind. It's a cycle. Our circus is a cycle. It's it's kind of rough sometimes. Yeah. But they're healthy. There's nothing that we can complain about. I mean, I'm sure I can find something. I'm sure. <laughs> get, just give me a second. It's fine. It's, it's just the, the thing that's tough right now is we're trying really, really hard to give them all equal attention, but it's impossible because the baby requires the most. Yes. And the the tough part is like I'm at work, so you're stuck with all of them. Not stuck. Not I stuck, enjoy my time but with them. You have to deal with everything while I'm not at while I'm at work, not here. Right. So when I get home, I'm trying to alleviate all these things, which includes taking the baby so I can spend some time with him and also to give you like a break of holding the baby because the baby really just kind of wants to be held right now. He's a snuggler. We're trying really hard and I think we're doing a decent job of giving them attention, but it's obviously less attention than they're used to. So there's a lot of acting out because attention, any attention is good attention for them in their mind. And it's not a fun situation for us because it feels like all we're doing to the other two is yelling at them oh, at least yell- for I just me like we're correcting, like them. correcting yeah correcting them very often i mean we don't yell a lot in here no they do a lot of the yelling but it is it is frustrating because they don't understand and it, and i know it was the same for us when we were in their shoes but they don't understand like how hard it is and how hard we are working to give them attention I'm sorry, Mom. I apologize for what I did when I was younger. Sorry, mom. Sorry, dad. It's just, it's rough. It is. It's hard. And you don't realize it until you're in the thick of it. That's the part that people don't ever tell you about. Because there's no way to tell anybody about it. No, it just sounds like you're complaining. I think it's funny because you'll see people and they they always say, how are you doing? How are you feeling? And I don't want to be like, I'm numb. (laughs) Yeah, numb. Because I'm not not numb. But I mean, I've done much better with this pregnancy, this post-pregnancy, postpartum time than I did with uh, our second With both of them, honestly. But... You weren't bad with the first. No, but the I think second that the second one, one was a little bit harder. I probably had a little the... bit of postpartum depression there that was undiagnosed, um, but not not super serious or anything. But this one, I have been able to kind of. You've been more a little bit be, better. You've been. I think it's just because going. I have no other option. It's either float well, the, the with best... your your eyes and nose barely above water, or sink. And sinking is not an option for me. And part of that is because I've transitioned in my life and in my career to it. I have to do things. The way right. I have to do them because my career depends on me because I run my own business. And so when I take that and transition it to our third child, 
he just has to kind of go with the flow. And so I'm not as neurotic with him as I was with the other two about things because I don't have a choice. Our firstborn has to go to preschool. Our daughter has to go to dance class. The third one can't just be left somewhere. He has to come with us. So some of those hard and fast rules that I had with the other two. He went two, to his first target trip. He did go to his first target trip. Baby's first target. Just, he literally has to. And I think I've said literally a million times. He really just has to go with the flow. He has to just come with us. He has to go where we go. And he has to be okay with it. So if his schedule gets a little fudged here and there, he's fine. He's doing good. He is doing very well. But it just, you feel a little bit bad for him because he's not getting, you know, the structured schedule that the other two got, though his schedule is very structured compared to the other two. I just think I'm a little bit more laid back about it because I have to be. Yeah. So when people ask me, hey, how are you doing? Are you tired? Well, yeah, but I. The real answer is I'm numb. And I can. I can tell you how numb we really are is, depending on when this comes out, when we record this, my birthday's in like a week. Mm-hmm. In about a week. Happy birthday. My mom, because we're all local, sent me a text message last night asking what I wanted to do for my birthday and when I wanted to celebrate it because my birthday is in the middle of the week. So, like, obviously we're going to do something on the weekend probably. My response to her was as honest as I could be, which was basically, I don't know. I haven't given it much thought. Because there's not enough energy Brain power. And, and time in the day that I can dedicate. And then, like, yeah. I'm not able to give much thought to anything else. We do things about a work week at a time. So do, we can think yeah. a Monday to Friday through at a time. But anything past that next coming weekend, we have no idea what's going on. Like, I know your birthday's coming up. I've got things situated as far as I need to. But it's not a milestone birthday either. It doesn't matter. Birthdays are fun. I know it's next week, but I'm not there yet. So when we get to next week, I'll be able to handle it a little better. But we can, I can work five days at a time. And then that it is what it is. So if somebody says, hey, we're going to do this next week. <laughs> Talk to me next week because I don't have yeah, the I don't have the wherewithal like, right now to put it together. And my calendar, it has to be on my calendar. I've been participating in Twitter chats and, you know, online meetings and I have to put everything into my calendar just so I don't forget so I get a reminder. I have a reminder that goes off half an hour before our son has to be at school and 15 minutes before I have to pick him up from now until the end of the school year. Just because mm. I don't want to run into a situation where I get involved in something and I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be doing something. I you, forgot to pick our another, kid up. You want another bone to pick with me? Oh, no. What? <laughs> I saw the email from Brightwheel. To log our son into preschool? Yeah. Did you delete it? I didn't delete it, but I didn't actually click into it. <laughs> so I have yet to set that up, which just means that I'm not getting the notifications that he's been picked up or dropped off. But I need to set that up. Yeah, probably just in case I'm not. I'm probably not going to ever be able to drop him off this year because I've been focusing on getting this promotion and everything else. And Understandable. But I haven't set But I highly doubt wheel. our parents have turned I don't even either. think my bright wheel is on. I don't even think bright wheel is installed on this phone. We had to redo it this year. It's a whole new code. But, I don't, even, new but I don't even think the app is on my phone. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> you, <laughs> if you could just that. do that, because if I get abducted by aliens or something, it'd be nice well, if you yeah, could pick it would up our be, kid. It would be nice to know that he's been picked up. Like, I don't care if you drop him off, because if you don't... You don't care if I drop him off. Because you I'm, do care. No, if you don't drop him off, then I'll probably just text and be like, everything okay? And either he got in too much trouble to go to preschool. Which will never be the case. Or he's sick. Which could be the case. but Which I, I do care if he's yeah, sick. Like, but I would tell you. I would tell you if yeah. that happened and I, I wasn't taking him. Or you're sick. 
or something. Yeah. Or what happened this last week when I said, we've done really well this morning. We might be on time today. And then we were four minutes late. That, yeah. that could happen. And that was partially my fault and partially the fault of the three children who couldn't get it together, including the baby who spit up all over himself. Yeah. I mean, it's a literal circus here. We drive a clown car. You get in and everybody just like you unbuckle everybody and they all just get out. They just pile out of the car. And at preschool, they get in on the same side and they get out on the same side. If you didn't know that. that. I do that. They all get in on the same side. They all get out on the same side. She loves it, though. She thinks it's great. She loves, I get in on his side. I'm like, yeah, you can. Soon she's going to actually be able to climb into the car. That would be nice. She can climb in on the front. She can't climb in behind the seat. Fun fact. I still won't get a minivan, though. I don't think a minivan minivan would fix that situation anyways. Yeah. So that's been the uh, highlight of this week thus far. And this week is not over yet. So who knows what we'll be talking to you about on the next podcast. Who knows? If you have fun stories of things that your children have said, because I believe they say that kids say the darndest things and ours definitely do. Please share them with us so I don't feel so bad as a parent. (laughs) (laughs) If you'd like to share those things with us, my Instagram and Twitter are at Meg O'Kearns, M-E-G-O-K-E-R-N-S. And you have not changed yours yet. (laughs) So it's still let's see if i can do it this time yours is at medit american m-e-d-i-t-e-r-r american m-e-r-i-c-a-n is that right that is correct yay i <laughs> have never been part of a spelling bee i've never made it past where you get in, up in front of your class in fifth grade and spell the words my sister came in second i believe in a spelling bee but i have never made it past oh. where you do like the preliminary part so just do that my, right was really my good. claim to fame on spelling tests was I think in like second grade, I came in second or third in the class one. I never did. No, we never. Did, I never did like the the school wide. I love week. autocorrect. And <laughs> and I always got eliminated. I could spell the stupid hard words. I always got eliminated on something easy. I can't give a good example right now, but like, <laughs> but it was like super califragilistic expialidocious. I could spell. Oh gosh. But cat, I would. <laughs> spell with a b or something like that yeah k until next time this has been life marriage and a baby carriage we'll see you soon bye bye